Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, welcome to the show. So glad that you are joining me. And this is Friday, so happy Friday. And if this is the end of your week, well, I'm glad we all made it through to the end of the week. And if it's somewhere in the middle for you, I'm glad you're joining in. And always appreciate that you spend some time listening and spend time with us. And so we have a great guest today. We are finishing the week that we started, which was everything you ever wanted to know about men and everything they would like you to know about them and wish that you knew. So we've had this uh, gentleman on before. This is Mark Hancock, and he is the chief executive officer of Trail Life USA, which is this organization, a wonderful organization for young men that is kind of the, I don't know, the new Boy Scouts. We have some pretty big difficulties with the way Boy Scouts is going and the direction that they're going. So this is a really amazing organization. And Mark Hancock is with us. He's the Trail Life uh, USA CEO. He was also a former advertising executive, turned to professional counselor. So he's, he's, he's in great company with me. And he's also an award-winning writer and speaker and really talks about really called the alarm on the, you know, the war on boyhood. And so, Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be on again. I really appreciate having you and really appreciate your heart. And, you know, this was founded in 2013, right? 2014, January 1st, was our our official launch date. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you, let's see, what do you have now? This says uh, some of the info they gave me was 30,000 members and almost... 750 troops across 48 yeah. states. Yeah, it's really been some tremendous growth. Where 30,000 is probably a little bit high, but maybe they sent that to you anticipating that September, <laughs> October, that's the way to... There we go. we right at about 20... I see, honestly, the numbers are right at about 27,000 members, but we expect to add uh, in September as our recruiting season. By the end of the year, we'll be well over 30,000. Well, I, I appreciate you being honest. Most, most people would inflate the numbers, and here you are deflating them on our benefit. Well, you have to I think last time I was on, we were in 48 states. We are now in 49 states. Wow. And, uh, and uh, we started, with, I think, about three troops we added up in the Northeast. And so we've now, um, we're now in 49 states, and we're still, looking, we're still waiting on Utah. But it's, it's been wow. some tremendous growth. It's been a, a great adventure. Uh, we're seeing boys. Uh, discover themselves uh, again in a culture that's that's going to help them to forget what boys are all about. And we're finding men who never had the opportunity to really be boys and enjoy the outdoors and, and enjoy uh, uh, the company of men uh, being encouraged and seeing men, uh, their, their lives change and becoming better husbands and fathers. I think it's uh, I think it's amazing. There really is uh, truly a war on manhood. And, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with the new... Um, happenings in Texas, you know, with this, con- seeing that, you know, manhood in many ways is now being considered like a mental illness or something we need to mm-hmm. deprogram them from. 
and not really wanting to in any way, shape, or form acknowledge that it's natural. It's the design. It's God's design for men and that we are not allowing men to be men like we used to. And that does not mean that every man has to be at the end of the continuum of whatever we say masculinity is. There is a broad range. But there are some basics for men, regardless of how artistic they may be and and veer on that end or how, you know, whatever they want to really push physically in those ways. But there still is this idea that men really need men to help them figure out in many ways who they are and what their limits, what their capacity, what their abilities really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a strong statement, and you'll probably get emails over this, but boys and girls are different. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. And men and women are different. And, and that's, I mean, this, you're familiar, this study's done in the womb. This isn't some sort of social construct. They're, they're different in any any engaged parent will tell you that, or any aware teacher will tell you that, and certainly anyone in the, in who, who is honestly uh, approaching the field of psychology or even any other sciences like biology and things like that will tell you that men and women are different. Uh, the, the way that we're wired, the way that we think, the way that we approach problems, um, uh, certainly home, the hormones going through our, our brains and through our minds make us different, and, and, and we, we, we really should uh, celebrate those differences, and we kind of confuse the word equality um, with 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 strengths and differences. And, and this is, I, I would fight for, for a person's equal status, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're all the same. I, I mean, I think that you know, I say this to people all the time: we, everyone is equal, but we are not the same, and we do a real disservice not. when we try to make everyone the same. Why would we want to do that? Yeah, and it's confusing in this culture. I mean, if you're if you're a kid and you're trying to figure that out, we're celebrating diversity, but you're not allowed to be diverse. You've got to be exactly the same as everybody else. Um, my gosh, why can't we understand the strengths that, that men have and, and, and women have? And uh, you know, we need to. And that's really the reason behind trail life is we believe that girls and boys are are better served in an environment that recognizes the unique learning styles, the way they interact uniquely their own strengths, and, you know, why do we feel like we need to fight that, you know, that natural, those natural leanings and those natural tendencies and those strengths and the, the, uh, the way that they view the world? Why don't we need to fight that and make one size fit all, you know? Well, and um, I think the struggle that we're having is, is this seemingly well-intentioned notion that there's a, you know, there's always anomalies in, in, when we look at groups of organisms, like we look at cats and dogs and elephants and lions, and none of them are exactly the same. They have very similar traits. But we have a tendency to look in the minority and focus more on wanting that to now become the majority instead of recognizing that if we address the majority and we celebrate the minority, you know, I mean, I have very different uh, talents and abilities than a lot of the women that I know. And I, I have a high percentage of men on my caseload. And that does not mean I'm not female. But it means that I have different talents and different skills and different abilities. And mm-hmm. so it, that, I think sometimes what we, what we do is we end up, when, while they're fighting this box that they think used to be, you know, the prevailing box, all of a sudden they're making that a box as well. Mm. And they're trying to fit yeah, all I, of the I, rest I, of them into that box. Yeah, I think you're right, and that's a real mistake. Mm-hmm. In that we lose the 
the beauty and the wonder of, of, of the strength of a, of a boy and the strength of a girl. Who, who, they aren't constricted by, by the box that's been built around them. So, and Cheryl also celebrates that. Right, boys, right. Boys are boys. One of the statements we say, we say, let boys be boys. And, and that may, to some people, come across as, as a negative thing, but we think that's a wonderful thing to let a boy be a boy. It's a powerful thing because we, we really think that a lot of what's uh, successful with our society is that we've taken uh, these boys, healthy boys, who were uh, encouraged properly, they become winning, focused, and determined men. And that's a lot of what's wrong with our society. And healthy girls are focused on properly and, 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 and helped and directed and, and, and led, led by people who can help them to grow in their, their, their unique strengths. That adds to our culture. That improves who we are. But by restricting people to these uh, certain uh, stereotypes of, uh, you know, I'm sorry, you're going to have to be this is the way you're going to have to be instead of celebrating the differences. Really, really well, I think I think that is pretty tragic, and I do want you to know we're kind of having a little trouble understanding, and I want the the listeners to really hear what you're saying. So maybe we can articulate a little bit more because we're having a hard time. Um, with the phone or the connection that we have. And this is really important information. And so what you were saying, this whole idea of really celebrating boys, celebrating girls, celebrating the differences even within the continuum of girls and celebrating the differences within the continuum of boys, but making sure that if we have a boy that is pretty general and average is what we say would be a male, that we're not we, we should not be demeaning that anymore. And that's kind of what has started to happen, is that the, mm-hmm. a man that is like an average man, what we would say, wow, that's a characteristic of a man, all of a sudden, that's bad. Mm. Yeah, that whole this word that I've heard, heard, phrase I've heard thrown around recently about this toxic masculinity, that there's somehow right. something right. dangerous or some sort of social disease exactly. around being male. And, and there just isn't. There's, there's certainly outliers, and there's certainly people who, 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 need, who need help, who are confused, who, who need care, who need our compassion. But that doesn't apply to, to all, to all exactly men, right. nor does it apply to, apply to all, all women. You know, you've got to remember, if, if we know this, that if we subject people to a, a zero-gravity environment, over time they'll lose muscle mass and they'll lose bone density. That's... That's, that's effectively what we're doing to boys when we restrict them from those male-focused environments. And then you know, when we bathe them in Purell and, <laughs> and, and protect them from the challenges that could strengthen them. That's exactly uh, right. And teach them I mean, to be good men. Absolutely. And then and we do that to them. Well, it's no wonder that they need a safe space or a cry closet when they get to college, because it's no wonder they're so easily offended or unprepared right. for real life right. or that they act out or that they have, they don't know how to what to do with their anger or their, their disappointments. They, our weakened expectations and the participation trophies has led us to a culture that's producing what, what I like to say, I hope you're okay with this language, is unproductive mar- narcissists. Right, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely, uh, they're un- they're unproductive because we've never expected anything from them, and they're narcissists because we've never let them fail. And as long as, if we're not challenging boys, and that's another reason for Trail Life USA, we get them in the outdoors in situations that challenge them in a healthy, safe environment that that give them an opportunity, something in front of them that's harder than what it is that they think that they can do. And in the accomplishing of that thing, 
there is such growth and in, in self-esteem and their own and their own ability to believe in themselves rather than accept this thing that there's something wrong with me I'm not as smart as the girls I'm not as I, I I'm, I'm not in, as good in school I'm not able to engage as well all these all these things that boys suffer from because they're just different from girls especially when they're younger they understand but but I can do this I can climb a rope really good I can climb a tower I can uh, complete a, a, a badge about this particular art project or film or, or something like that. We put these challenges in front of them, things that are harder than what it is that they think they can accomplish, and, and we turn them into winning young men. Well, and don't you think it, it's interesting that, you know, part of this problem, and I know that you deal with this, you're a mental health professional, is this idea that if men aren't virile, like what we would, that box of what we would say is a virile man, then maybe they're not so much of a man. When actually, you know, when you were in in college and in grad school, there were some guys that educationally, intellectually, they were virile. And it didn't mean that they were always physically wanting to go climb a mountain, but they climbed a mountain educationally. And they're not revered for that, that that a lot of that taking on that challenge and pushing forward and doing things that they never thought they could do, it right. doesn't always have to be physically. But when we no, it make it look like it's only, ha- it's only physical, then we take away from men that are very much men, but they may not be as physical. But they like to take on and they like to be challenged, and we need to let them fail. Exactly. When you put them in an environment, it, it, it confuses it more when they're in an environment with girls. Let's right. love girls. Right. We take the trail off environment, lets them compete with each other, and we put them in a patrol environment where the boys are in charge, especially as they get into high school. Mm-hmm. The adults pretty much stand back, and the boys are doing the planning. They're planning the camping trips. They're planning how they're going to raise the money to do it. They're deciding what badge they're going to work on. And they're interacting with each other, and they find out, you know, Jimmy is really smart. That was a great idea that he had. And Jimmy's being lifted up in that, in that culture, in that small little group. And he's recognizing this is what I have to offer. And then Billy is who's the guy who can help, hey, let's lug this thing up the mountain. He's being admired for the strength that he has there. But as soon as you throw girls into that mix, it, it, it becomes the, the, whole, the whole message changes. Absolutely. Instead of working together as a team, it becomes a different type of competition that's not, that's not healthy. And so we, we have a male-focused environment. We're focused on, on boys. We love that there's organizations like American Heritage Girls that do a great job with girls, and they're focused on girls. When we focus on boys and put them in that male-focused environment, we're primarily male leadership. Um, because in order to build a strong, godly man, you've got to have a strong, godly man as a as, as a mentor or a, or a model for him. We we'll put him in that environment and and watch him grow. Watch him find. I mean, a, a story of a young man in North Carolina who who joined a troop, and his father had just left their family, left left the mother with four boys and a daughter. She was a homeschooling mom, hadn't had a job in 13 years, and here she was, all of a sudden, having to pay bills and do everything for the family. Very difficult difficult time for family, but a trail life group uh, troop engaged these boys, and they took the older boy on his first backpacking adventure of, of his life, and he came home dirty and smelly and tired and worn out, but his mom said, you know what? He was taller. Absolutely. <laughs> and he, sat down, he, he told me, Mom, two days into it, I was thinking, what in the world am I doing here? The third day, it's like, I'm not going to make this. The fourth day, I'm going to die out here. And the fifth day, I made it to the top of the mountain. Mom, I did something that I didn't think that I could do. 
See, I think that that's what's so amazing. Yeah. It it also what you're describing, when you have them, you know, you have the the adults that are monitoring and and they're having to figure all this out and they're having to make all the plans and they're having to do the team work. It also helps men learn how to be friends with men because men friends they don't do what girlfriends do. And so they learn how to be relational. They learn how to express themselves. They learn how to confront. You know, they learn how to bond and attach. And you and I both know when people bond and attach, they don't mm-hmm. kill people. No, they don't. When, when they understand that other people have value. Yes, and that other people right. are connected to somebody that they're killing. They don't do it. Absolutely. This is why, you when, know, military has such a hard time. When they're looking at someone, they have to, you know, they're in a war, and they know that that person yeah. belongs to someone. Yeah. Yeah, if I could transport you to around a campfire, uh, yes. this is another this is another secret of, of trail life that 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 the boys bond around the, the the adventure, but the men bond around the issues of character and leadership, and that's their charge is to help the boys grow in that, and we use the adventure in order to do that. So the boys bed down, they're in their tent, and the dads and the single and and the the men who are there without sons are sitting around that campfire, and what do you think they're talking about? They're talking about how they interacted with a particular boy that day or how they could have done that better. And then they talk about their own son. Mm, they talk about yes. their wives. They talk about their families. They talk about what's important to them, about, about whether whether their job has meaning for them. And, you know, where else, where else are men doing that unless they're doing it in your office? No, exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that is... Where, they, that's such a, that's so true. And then it, by then... Fire, yes. Yeah. A campfire in the outdoors and just being flat out worn out because you've been chasing boys all day, that really uh, causes a bed to bond and it creates a, uh, you know, just, just, just a bond that you, don't, you won't find anywhere else. And well, I think it's, it's so powerful thing. to help young men really want to be good men. And when I am doing any marriage counseling or counseling men and women, I'm, I'm always saying to women, you have to let him be a man and a good one and help him be a good one. Because men want to do that. They want to succeed. They want to be valiant. They want to be honorable. They want to conquer. They want to protect people. Naturally, this is the heart that God has put in men. Absolutely. And we shouldn't and, and steal it from that, them. Yeah, and that's what we teach boys. We, we have a whole values, uh, values badge, a whole group of badges around values, about being a family man. That's one of our badges is family man. And teaching, oh, I love that. teaching him to, to honor and respect women and, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't have to tell boys, don't shoot people. Or you shouldn't have to tell boys, don't, don't beat up women. Right, right. If you've taught them that, that the, the wonder of women and, the, and, the, and that, that they're created by God and that they're to be respected and they're to be honored and they're to be lifted up and, and, and you know, stand up when they come into the room, open the door, for them. We, that's what we do with women. And so you're raising a type of boy that, He's not going to take a gun to shoot at school and shoot people. Uh, he's more likely to be the the kid who throws himself exactly, in front of the bullet exactly. in order to protect. Because because you're you're absolutely right, Cynthia. Boys want to be that hero. Yes, and we're we're, we're taking that out of them by by taking away from them the kind of rough and tumble. We we need to count on you for 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 the, the way that you're made. Uh, you know. Be, because we're going to need that rough and tumble. We're going to need that daring. We're going to need that risk. We're going to need that the fact that, that you can take on a challenge and do it because because you're going to have challenges in your life. Well, you're going to need see, it. you're bringing up you're a very good point it. about really, because you're helping them understand their bodies, that men need to know their own strength so they can mm-hmm. be gentle. 
And if they don't know how to control their body and they don't know what their body is capable of, then they can be dangerous. That's true. That's true. And they need to recognize their strength. Yes. And, and, that, and, that, and that that can be uh, that can be misused. Yes. And, yeah, and sometimes and, misused because they don't know what they're doing. And so when they're yeah. not taught, when they're not hanging around other men, when they're not taking on their dad or their uncle or their older brother, they don't always have an awareness of their own body. Yeah. That's, that, that's, a real, that's a really good point. By taking them in the outdoors and giving them that rough and tumble yes, opportunity yes. physical, they, they, they know what it is to be, to be pinned down. They know yes. what it is to have somebody stronger than them or faster than them. Yes. And, 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 and they know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. They can empathize. That's important. That's I, because important otherwise thing. we have men that are constantly posturing and trying to show how strong they are and proving mm-hmm. it instead of yeah. knowing it and not having to prove it. Yeah. And the other message that they're getting, that our culture is giving them, is, you know, if, if we're going to teach children that they're nothing but a, uh, some sort of great cosmic accident. Right. And, and if we're going to teach them that there's no absolutes, and if we're going to teach them that there's ultimately no justice or no, uh, no rightful punishment, then we shouldn't act surprised when they act in accordance to what it is that we told them. Exactly. That we're and, te- teaching them there's no limits. Absolutely, and so so that's what we're saying. When we see these tragedies around the country, these are aren't boys who have been been given the opportunity to be to be healthy. These right. are not boys who have been given the opportunity to rub against rub up against other men and boys mm-hmm. and say, hey 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 hey, back off, buddy. Exactly. You know, calm down. That's not the way that we act. These are boys who somehow they're living this fantasy life in in in, in their head, and they haven't get, been given the opportunity to push up against these boundaries a little bit and to feel like. Well, and, you know, the other thing, I I like that point about what happens is these boys are seen, because we know that I I teach this all the time with clients about, you know, the need for humans to be seen. And, And so some of these shooters, they need to be seen, and they're not being seen by the people they should. That's the Old Testament story of Hagar. You know, she said, you are the God who sees me. And so when we see young boys and we see their potential and we see who they are and we see how to help them really enjoy being in their own body and taking care of it and using it well, you know, we, we raise honorable men. Yeah. Well, we have and like two ta- minutes left. I can't believe it goes this fast. <laughs> well, those talents and those skills and those strengths that they have, if we don't let them walk those out, discover them, to have them affirmed by other men, gosh, Billy, you're really smart, Jimmy, you're really strong. If they're not hearing those things, then, then, then you know, how, how can they begin to feel like they're, they're a good contributing member of our society? So, Charlie, if we, we set up the opportunity for boys to find the strength, have the strength affirmed, through our, we have a robust awards program that recognizes all sorts of things that they're able to do and, and be applauded for. Um, that's telling boys... It's not a participation trophy. You worked hard for this. You earned it. You're bettered by it. Now we want to celebrate that with you. And that's the kind of thing that uh, that makes boys feel a part of the culture instead of just so isolated. Well, I love that. So here in this last minute, make sure you let the listeners know how to find this and and how to go about getting a, becoming a part of this. I would love to. Our our the best place to go is our website, which is traillifeusa.com. There's two L's in the middle, trail life, or two words, traillifeusa.com. And there's a tab on there to find or start a troop. And you click on it, and you can, you can find all the, you put in your zip code and how many miles you're willing to drive, and it'll show you the troops uh, in your area. 
adding new troops every day. There's also some information on there how to start a troop. It takes oh, about four or five great. adults in a, in a local church to get a troop up and running. Well, Mark, thank you so much, and God bless you in what you have done and your passion for young men. And, and we just really ask that the Lord would continue to bless you and give you the strength and the insight and the wisdom and the resources. So listeners, make sure that you check it out. Have a great rest of the day and weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T dot com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.